Welcome to Joyful Eating. I'm your host, Jules Clancy, a former food scientist and winemaker turned cookbook author and health coach. I've discovered a simple way to have a joyful relationship with food without sacrificing pleasure or my waistline, and I can help you get there too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello. Welcome to Joyful Eating, episode number 105, and today we have five reasons I love cooking. Super excited to dive into this. So, But before we get to that, the best bite I had, so I'm recording this the day after Valentine's Day, and for Valentine's dinner, we I made um, rich dark chocolate ice cream. So it was just, I'm still thinking about it. It was so good. So rich, so chocolatey, so creamy, like yeah, just divine. And we served it, Marish and I had ours with a, a little bit of like some sea salt flakes as well. So that salted chocolate thing with the sweetness and just, yeah, so good. And so if you want the recipe, I'll put it the link in the show notes because it's actually on Stone Soup. Plan for today is, I'll first I'll share the story behind this episode and then I'll Um, I'm going to go into the five reasons I love cooking. Then we'll talk about like how you can start tiny to fall in love with cooking as well. So the story behind this episode is it's actually like it was originally a blog post I wrote in 2017. Yes, I've been blogging for like since 2005, a really long time. So I still get like a lot of search traffic going to this, um, this article on five reasons I love cooking. So I was like, Oh, I thought I might like bring it to life and share it in a podcast episode. So I'm just going to read the intro and then I'll add some extra things in. But basically, this is this is what I wrote back in 2017. Last year, I had a huge aha moment about my business and my blog. So one of those big light bulb flashing realizations. Basically, I've been doing you a disservice. I've been apologizing for asking you to spend time in the kitchen. Um, you know, I did write a whole book of 10-minute recipes with called Five Ingredients, 10 Minutes, instead of inspiring you to enjoy your time cooking. So I still believe that delicious, healthy food need not be complicated nor take hours and hours. And I still believe in the power of keeping things simple. But from now on, I promise to lead by example and inspire you to enjoy more of one of my life's biggest pleasures more often. Let's get started in a positive way with the five biggest reasons. I just love hanging out in my kitchen in brackets with the baby playing on the floor. And um, yeah, my baby is is turning seven uh, this week. So yeah, it was a while ago that I wrote this. So five reasons I love cooking. Number one is that it's really, it's good for the soul. And spending 30 minutes in the kitchen preparing dinner will put me in a much calmer, less frazzled mood than sitting on the couch for the same amount of time or scrolling on my phone for the same amount of time. Plus, it gives me an opportunity to nurture myself and my family and my friends and to express my love for them and to take care of them and to take care of myself. And it gives me that feeling of connection. So being in the kitchen, it's an opportunity to be in the moment and to connect with something concrete and tangible. So I feel like no matter how bad my day's been or like things have gone crazy, that when I walk into the kitchen at the end of the day, I see it as my time. And also it's just the act of making a meal is really soothing and can calm things down. Full disclosure, I do give the boys screen time. So an hour before dinner, they're watching stuff. So I don't have like crazy boys fighting and <laughs> that helps as well. Um, but yeah, just the act of like 
creating something every day is so good for like, but this is good for the soul. It really is just as good as the time that I spend meditating actually or running. Like it just, yeah, it's really beneficial. So number one was it's good for the soul. Number two is it's fun. And I love that cooking gives me a chance to be creative and indulge in some playtime. Something that, yeah, we adults could do with a lot more of. I adore like losing myself in the rituals of chopping and stirring and tasting and and just experimenting. And when you bring that sense of play into the kitchen, like, you know, it's fun, fun time. And like the worst thing that can happen is something doesn't taste as good as you like, or it's like you burn it and you have to throw it out. But that happens so rarely. And yeah, of course, there's times where things aren't as good as you like, but there are so many, many times where just playing around you like find you like you get to create something you create something and you're like wow that was really good and surprise yourself so it's yeah bringing that sense of play into the kitchen is and also like so you have that sense of play awesome but you get a, a tangible result at the end like so good like so much more satisfying than um getting a clean uh, zero inbox or um you know cleaning cleaning the floor <laughs> floors so it really it, it can be fun and if you feel like cooking's not fun for you at the moment, like just know that that's not permanent. Like you can change that and I'll tell you how (laughs) a bit later. Um, So number three is that it's delicious. So when you're cooking, like the cool thing is that you get to choose what you make and you get to choose what goes into each dish. And particularly you get to choose the quality of the ingredients. So when you're cooking for yourself, like because you're not spending any money on marketing and distribution and sales and packaging, like that someone who, like a food manufacturer or like a restaurant business is, you can invest that money in better quality ingredients, which means that things are going to taste better. You don't have to trade off. You don't have to be looking at, you know, material, bills of materials and like checking out to see like, oh, if we have like 20% more sultanas, (laughs) um, as I used to when I was working for Kellogg's in Sultana Brown, like you don't have to worry about that. And so you can use more pine nuts. You can use um, you know, the really good quality extra virgin olive oil. And so things can taste better. So you get to customize. So it's like, it's easy to make things that are the most delicious for you. Because if you love chili, like I do, you can add more chili. Or if you love like fresh, you know, sharp acidic flavors like I do, like you can add more lemon or add some vinegar and you get to like tweak things that real so that they really suit your palate. And we all, all have different taste buds and different sensitivities to things. So um, it really is a way to make the most, the food that's the most delicious for you. And I like to think of it as like a choose your own like tasty adventure when you're cooking for yourself. So number three, yeah, it's delicious. Number four is it's good for your body. And I used to think that for like, actually, when I wrote this, I said that the most important factor for healthy eating is to avoid processed food and focus on real ingredients, which was what I thought back in 2017. These days, my thinking on nutrition has evolved a bit, um, where I really think that the most important thing is getting the quantity piece right, because it's fine to eat processed food. It's fine to have cookies. It's fine to have whatever as long as you're like not eating more than your body needs. And like, so so the quantity is more important. However, that being said, like, sure, eating fresh stuff is like, it's way easier to not overeat if you're eating real, you know, unprocessed food. So it still is like 
cooking for yourself is definitely good for your body, but but I don't want you to feel like you have to cook for yourself in order to be healthy. Like there's plenty of good options out there without you cooking for yourself. However, it is a benefit if you do cook for yourself that, that it is really good for you. Yes. And then the final reason, I, or it's actually not the final reason, but number five on my list of five is I could I could keep going with many more um, is the praise. So you know, as much as I'd love to think that all these lofty benefits were what got me first got me into cooking, really it was the praise. If I'm honest, like hearing the words "this is amazing" is a huge motivator for me to keep spending time in the kitchen, particularly when I was learning to cook. And to be honest, it still is. Like I love that. Like when you make something for someone and they just go, yeah, like this is so, so good. Or this is, I want more. Like it feels really good when that happens. And also like this, if you, for those of you that are cooking for your, taking care of yourself and just cooking, you're not often cooking for other people, self-praise can be really motivating as well. So when I like make myself something for lunch that I really love, like I give myself praise for it. Like I talk it up in my head of like, yeah, Jules, this is amazing. Like so good. Like praise doesn't have to come from other people. It can be, can come from yourself and that can feel just as good. Okay. So let's recap. Like what were the five reasons I love cooking or five of the reasons, five of the many, many reasons I love cooking, but we don't, we don't want to be here for the rest of my life telling you about that. Um, so number one, it's good for the soul. So it's really calming and can bring you back to center. Two, it's fun. Three, it gives us that opportunity for play. It's delicious. Uh, and you remember, you get to choose the quality of the ingredients and you get to tweak things to suit your taste buds. Four, it's good for your body. So enough said there. And five, because it feels good to get praise. And so now that I've sold you on the idea of loving cooking, like how do you start to do this? Like how do you start if you're not in a place where you really already love cooking, how can you change that? And the first thing I'd really recommend is just to, to you can decide, you can get to, de- you could get to decide that you could start to see cooking time as me time instead of resenting it. So instead of seeing it, decide, thinking of it as, oh, I have to do this, it's a chore, it's like another thing, like folding my laundry, rather than seeing it in, in that chore category of things that you do in your life, moving it over into the fun category. So you can actually decide that I'm going to start seeing cooking. I'm going to start thinking of my time in the kitchen as fun time. And that shift, like that decision changes everything. Like it's so mad that just changing your thoughts about cooking can be enough to completely change how you feel about it. And then maybe you want to just decide, hey, I'm going to do an experiment. I wonder what would happen if I if I started thinking about cooking in a different way and just see what happens and bring that curious mindset to it. And then as bonus shift, like maybe write your own list. Like what are the reasons you want to love cooking? Like why would it be fun? Like why would it be good for you if you did fall in love with cooking? Um, and a bonus tip, like wanted to share the story of um, Sapraja, who's someone I worked with in one of my coaching groups a while ago. And she had shared like that she used to resent cooking and hated, you know, cooking for her family. And she actually decided, no, I'm going to change this. And so one of the things that she did, first of all, she decided to change her mindset around it, which I've just recommended that you start to do. Like she started to see it as, no, this is something I want to do for myself. You know, it's a gift to myself. She, of course, you know, followed my recipes and simplified everything, which makes it easier and more fun. Um, But then the third thing that she did, which was really clever, is that she paired cooking with 
another thing that she really loves doing. So she loves watching um, videos on YouTube. So she you know, put the iPad in the kitchen and she would put on YouTube when she walked into the kitchen to cook, she would put on like a YouTube video that she wanted to watch. And so she'd have that running while she was cooking. So like she was seeing that it's, oh, this is my YouTube time. So of course she loved that already. And it was an easy sell. Like it wasn't hard for her to want to keep go- going back into the kitchen and start to look, actually look forward to cooking because that was something that she wanted to do. So you can think about like what, what's something fun that you like to do. Like for me, I love listening to audiobooks, so I'm or podcasts. So I'm like always got a podcast or an audiobook going, or it might be putting on music, or it might be for some people cooking with wine, like you know, pouring themselves a glass of wine, like makes it fun. Or making yourself a cup of tea or an- another nice drink. It doesn't have to be booze. Um, but yeah, like thinking about the, so that's my other bonus tip is like thinking about how you could like pair or maybe it's like you love music so you're putting on some music that you really love but making that time in the kitchen like coupling it with another activity that you really love as well okay so yay for loving cooking so a takeaway from today is like like if you want to go from like avoiding cooking or cooking because you have to or feeling like it's a chore to being someone who actually is having fun in the kitchen and feeling that self-pride and, you know, that feeling of when you make something good. Um, want to be someone who enjoys that time in the kitchen, just know that it is possible for you to get there, no matter how much you don't like cooking at the moment. Um, and I would love to be your teacher and help you get there. So you're welcome to join me in Joyful Cooking. It's my group coaching program where I help you learn to cook without recipes so you actually feel excited and look forward to making dinner. Um, I'm only going to be running this Joyful Cooking Group once in 2023. So for more details on the next enrollment, check out the link in my show notes or if you go to Stone Soup, so Google Stone Soup and click on the Joyful Cooking tab and you can get all the details there. Okay, have a delicious, beautiful week and I will catch you next week. Bye. Before you go, this is the best part. So if you enjoyed Joyful Eating, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. And I'd love to send you a copy of my free recipe app, Stone Soup 6 Ingredients 20 Minutes. It's full of hundreds of easy whole food recipes, so delicious, they'll satisfy even the biggest food snob. It's the perfect little resource to have right on your phone for those inevitable times when you're in the supermarket thinking, wow, what am I doing for dinner? It's available for both iOS and Android, and I add new recipes every week. So it's a really great resource to get for free. See the link in the show notes, or if you just Google Stone Soup and click on the free recipe app page, that'll give you the details of how to grab your free copy.